0: Hello, and welcome to The Dive, Season 7, Episode 18. Mark, tell us about the interns. The interns. There's Riot interns (laughs) here today. They're all over the place. Maybe hard to get my bagel this morning. I hate them. Uh, all, all bright-eyed and excited about life. <laughs> this bagel's out out of my way. Interns. It's Monday morning, and I'm tired. Don't be
1: excited to be here. I or, like how the, This is an unironic topic, though. When he came, he's like, these goddamn interns, I want to go get a bagel, and they're, they're eating the bagels. <laughs> what are they doing? Monday morning and
0: at 9 a.m. They put no out new and bagels, and there's, there's, then they wanted more bagels. There's no one in the cafeteria, and then they're just swarming like a pack of <laughs> seagulls. Pe- yeah, they're having the breakfast, Mark. Get out of here! Goes bagel leading in turn! Normally no one's there and I can just swoop in and grab whatever I want.
2: Now there's lines and other people. This this man came in here munching on a dry plain bagel with no cream cheese. <laughs> no, not no, toasted. No nothing. Looking like a psychopath.
0: And not even an everything bagel like that. Just a plain untoasted bagel. That's what they did to me today. Tastes I like was sadness. some
2: psycho shit, I swear to God. That's
0: what I, I'm saying. I'm I'm unhinged because of them. Normally, yeah. I would have put something on it. <laughs> Spray it with some Pam. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, I don't do that. that was I it. was like, you want to talk about psycho shit? <laughs> I was like, have was, you guys not tried to pan I bagel just, I was just
1: going along for a second. I was like, excuse me, I swear, try it. You take some pan, you spray it on your bagel, pop it in the oven. I've get heard back of to people it. doing stuff like that. They're like, yeah, it's just like olive oil. You're spraying it on instead of olive oil as a I drizzle. And I was like, that's some weird.
2: I didn't even know like that even still exists. I thought that was like some '80s stuff. Like, do what? It, you don't put ketchup on pan? your bagel? Really? Like the spray butter stuff? That's what that is, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it's just like you can use it on your pan, right? Just like grease your pan because uh, yeah. it's like that yeah i do that
0: instead of butter because it's zero calories when i'm baking and yeah. things like that yeah
2: it's not bad it's not like a bunch of
0: yeah, i might kill you i don't know stuff in that, well, that i know of i think <laughs> like
2: ah! i'm pretty sure everything so far
0: <laughs> there's this thing uh called life and it ends with death and there's just like all this stuff in the middle yeah. and like what killed you i'm like everything kills you actually yep. it's called pa- living Pam's living kills in the middle you. Uh, it's yeah. there
2: okay anyways really
1: good
0: opening guys you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really yeah, killed yeah. that one <laughs> so arena
1: have you guys been playing arena uh i played i played a little bit um i played with you as well I, I thought it was fun i i enjoyed it i would play more if i had someone to play with but i don't think i would ever queue up for this moment i heard myself. you had mark to play with and uh apparently yeah, you guys fun. just trolled each other and just lost a whole I, bunch i told mark i would play more with him this weekend and he's like yeah i don't know we'll see
0: you know and then he's like, <laughs> I, this I was like hey mark you want to play some games he's like <laughs> this conversation did happen. People invite hey, me to think... Alright, alright, alright. This is this is a multi-layered answer here now. I had a lot of fun together. I did accidentally troll you, and you accidentally trolled me a little bit. Yeah. Because you hadn't played before, so you yeah, just, like, I, didn't... I didn't, know, I didn't know any of this stuff. Well, yeah, no. his, his was not accidental. It's just, like, he hadn't played the mode before, so he didn't know where the fruit was, or, like, what all, like, okay, Pike does. yeah, and that's, that's not accident. That's yeah, but he's, like, not controlling the fruit with me. I'm like, God, get, get the fruit of sale. And then yeah. I was playing Lilia, and I got the uh, one that doubles your health based off your mana or gives you half your mana as health, confused with the one that's a summoner spell that you stand there and channel, uh your health and the warm-up thing yeah <laughs> yeah uh, I, actually, I didn't i wasn't reading it. was like so i you got, got this one i gonna be so tanky it's so op i'm like sweet <laughs> and then he flashes in place or something <laughs> no then i'm just i start no, channeling like and then it later, super sucks like, on oh, lily because you can't even kite because they get rid of your, your kitey summoner for that one so you can't even kite anymore <laughs> so i i'm just like wait this is so turbo ass and then like not only did it not get the one i thought i got it actually made me weaker too yeah, yeah. so anyways we we trolled each other I also, when someone invites me for plans, and like a lot of times people are like, yeah, maybe dude, I don't do that. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. When someone's like, you know, that kind of like, we should hang out sometime. you,
1: You say maybe to me though all the time. Well, that's like the,
0: but you could tell I wasn't gonna play with you this weekend. You knew <laughs> I wasn't playing. He literally just said, he does he the, the opposite exactly. of what he. Yeah. But you, my He's like, but I don't do that. My, my intentions that. Are clear. I'm like, you literally just did my, my intentions were so clear that I was not <laughs> playing with you with how I answered it. My <laughs> intentions are clear.
1: You know how people. You literally just lied. You know, you <laughs> know how people know. say. <laughs> when people do. that, people say, maybe dude, I would never do that. <laughs> but Mark, they, Mark literally on Friday. Hey Mark, you want to play some arena <laughs> this weekend? I don't know. Maybe,
0: dude. His example? But did you did you think I was actually ever going to queue with dead? you this weekend? I don't know. Maybe, dude. Be, be honest. I'm saying, <laughs> when people invite you to things and you give like the honest, like, oh, yeah, that could happen. Mine When I say that, you know there's no chance You're of hell. You're literally the
2: example of that person. Yeah. No. Right.
0: I, I swear to God, if you invite me to something and I just- oh, But you know. You know I'm not going when to. When he know. does it, you
2: know, though. Ezail knew I was did.
0: not playing. Because you started this whole story saying how my intention was clear that we weren't going to play together when you asked oh, shit. you started you can't even <laughs> go back to the VODs watch it again it's clear based off what Azale said that my intentions were obvious I was not going to play with him this weekend I don't know maybe okay. dude the VODs <laughs> but, the VODs will speak the truth I was clear in my intention when you invite me to do something if I'm coming or not no I it's, don't agree with that
2: I love this too and you're like oh yeah we were intentionally trolling each other no it was sounds like it was just incompetence on, on, both. <laughs> on both sides <laughs> <laughs> accidental accidental uh, yeah, going I was mean, uh,
1: I I think the mode is fun. What I was what I was complaining about was I didn't I don't like how powerful the fruit is. I, I but think the that, fruit,
2: so the fruit are the only objective in no, the game. I know, I know. Like make it,
1: but I guess it just it just feels like there's certain there's certain things. Like for example, we played against a Twitch that had that like the bonus range stuff and and whatnot. Twitch is busted. And so it's yeah. like, and we're playing some like double melee thing, and Twitch just opens up first global of the game, mm-hmm. alting you from across the map, mm-hmm. and then just pops the little ghosty thing and runs away to a fruit, and then has alt again, and
0: and, and you're just like. And the spray and pray hits what are you the fruit. To, so what are you if you're to do like that, if you're camping the fruit, he just shoots the fruit from range. Yeah. And like you that, get hit too, and you're like, okay. So
1: to me to me, that
0: it was just it's just like the fruit is cool. I'm cool with the fruit, but
1: I think the fruit should be <laughs> By the way, heal. If
2: you listen to us before we turn on the recording, he's not cool with the fruit. I, th- <laughs> I
1: no no. I just I don't it's like all He It's the, cool the fruit. No, this is my uh, I think it should either be the heel or the It's cool not both. I I think it's it's you need an objective, like you say. You don't want people just like stuck in a corner with all their traps or whatever. But it just felt like i i felt like it took away from the actual fight it's like oh i'm fighting this guy i'm like dodging his stuff i'm hitting my stuff but he's getting all the fruit so like i'm like oh okay you actually you have to adjust and you just prioritize the fruit it's like oh fruit's spawning i'm about to kill this guy who cares time to run for the fruit you know it's
0: it's just like (laughs) it just feels kind of weird to me it feels like i think the only thing i don't like is the alt cooldown on some some champs just because it's so obnoxious. Uh for something like a Twitch and things like that. But otherwise I I'm, I'm pretty chill with it. I, I like the uh the fruit breaking things up, making you run around. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a
2: lot of fun with the mode. Um I played it with a couple of different friends, played with Medios also like before the event that happens. And the only like thing that caused me not to play so much anymore is one, like you have. I feel like you have to have a friend to play with yeah. playing it. Or at least for me, playing it by myself. I played a couple solo. I didn't have that much fun. Was, I haven't even I haven't even queued up solo because yeah. I know I'm not gonna not gonna enjoy that without a without a buddy. And the other thing is, it's hard to balance when you're trying to balance pairs. There's really big like win rate discrepancies because AD of, plus supports. Some of so the combinations small. are really crazy. Uh, and then the other thing I can see people complain about is some specific combinations. Like if you RNG roll some specific augment with with a champion like sometimes those can get turbo out of control but I feel like that's part of the fun too yeah everyone it's supposed to be this this element of you can create something really extreme and broken and you can feel kind of like a mad scientist sometimes
1: yeah I guess I think that it has that initially but I think the problem with with that is if you're releasing it only as ranked like it's not a it's not a for fun mode because it's kind of ranked you know which I think that was kind of weird like I just feel like it should have been released as a normal mode let you queue up with all your friends like that would be so much fun to queue up with like four people six people eight people whatever and you're just fighting all your friends and stuff and then you could do like okay we're not going to do any ADCs we're not going to do any of these combos you could do whatever Um, but I know from some of my friends who play all the time their frustration with the mode is now that it's like Everyone knows what the best combo is. Everyone only queues the most OP ca- pairs of, of champions, and only goes for very specific augments. And feels like you lose the game if you don't hit those specific augments, and someone else does. And then it's like, okay, well, at that point, then they need to make changes. Which yeah. I know they are doing some balanced stuff.
0: Well, it's not just balanced stuff too. They like the custom lobby thing is something that they just ran out of time for. Yeah, uh, and they're going to add that. And so as long as people are playing the mode, I think there'll be more functionality like that coming because yeah. I think everyone's like, clearly, I should be able to play with eight friends, you know. And I think they're like, yeah, duh, we're going to work on that too. Too, so, yep. I'm excited for that kind of stuff. For me, I just didn't log into League at all this weekend. <laughs> I haven't played League in like two weeks now because I'm. I always get bored and I want to like work on little side projects. So I've just been grinding on some side projects for fun, but I did like the mode a lot. Uh, I yeah, I I, 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 I found it as it. well. Yeah, yeah, I played solo because I'm a masochist, and you know, you get cube with someone who just, they don't know what they're doing, and you know, you just hate your life. Then you're gonna start raging. Oh like. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's <laughs> fun. I get all my rage in ranked solo queue. So, I like uh, I like things that bring an emotion out of me. sadness, happiness, anger. League is really good about bringing the anger out. <laughs> it's a really good art form. like have, has any other art form made you feel as angry as league? I was
2: actually having this exact conversation with a bunch of my friends on Discord because I had a moment this last weekend where I like I I yell a lot and obviously Travis lives right next to me. <laughs> Travis is like, you're getting really extreme with, with with how upset you're getting in some of these ranked games now. And I'm like, you know what? I've been playing this game for like 12, 13 years or something. So I'm, I'm not surprised. You're so still, still not dead inside. Yeah. I, I would
1: have thought it would be the opposite. It's interesting, right? Because for me, it's like when people talk about like the extreme emotions that they feel in, uh-huh. in games. Like when I, when I played WoW, at first I used to be like really like sweating in, in games and really frustrated. But then it's like I played so much that it i stopped caring if i if i lost or won in the individual games it didn't bother me as much you know what i mean uh-huh. so it's it's interesting that even like having that opposite experience where it's like feeling more extreme
2: i think one of the things is because w- when you play a lot your brain gets wired to expect dopamine because you know you're in a position to win yeah and if somebody makes a mistake and then you don't win and you don't get that like you're as a, like a veteran player, you get you get so mad, right? Because you expect this and this and this to happen, and if it doesn't, yeah. So you need
0: to go on a, a detox?
2: Probably, but I don't think I can.
0: When That's I go, called addiction. I, I, yeah, I actually don't think I can. When I, when I go on vacation, <laughs>
2: Like, I, I cannot wait to get back home to my computer and I have to like even if I'm going to play another game like you know New Path of Exile League going to come out or something I still have to fit some League of Legends like ranked games in because I like feel
1: that craving that's funny yeah it's interesting I mean I, I, like, I like I play League a lot I don't play a lot of ranked anymore I find that I just find the Team, team ranked where you don't control your team, I find it really frustrating. Yeah. Like, I, I find that in general, it's like, there's some games, it's different because it's like, wow, it was a team game, but I but you chose your team, so it's not really the same at all. I played a lot of Dota 2 ranked. That was, I guess, maybe one of the only games that I played a ton of besides League. It was those two that you, like, you can't choose your team. But besides that, most of the games that I like, really grinded ranked on were all solo solo games. What is that? There's a sound is coming your laptop? Oh, I guess it's unmuted. Is there like an ad playing or something? Just, My bad. Just mute it. Um, <laughs> uh, everything has been open the whole time so something just started playing um, but yeah I mean it, it's like that is the uniquely frustrating thing about a League is you can't control your teammates and you yeah. can't choose and so it's like I've always felt like you have to be willing if you're gonna grind a lot of League rank just accept that there is like 30% of the games are just garbage games and you can't control the result and those are just in the trash, and you have to control the other other 70% that you can control. Having good
2: mental
0: is a huge, huge, huge part of especially climbing solo queue, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the thing I miss is, like, CS pubs, where it's not ranked, so obviously people are just, like, slightly different attitude, but I think the voice comms added a lot to just, like, hard trolling with people and, like, having fun with it as you kind of, like, run it down. It's Your whole team's just, like, rushing A, (laughs) shoddies only, you know, just being idiots and, like, I think no voice comms make it harder to just be a dumbass in, uh, in league games. It's
2: interesting because I, I completely understand both sides of the argument. Because I'm also... I now have got to the point where I just play full mute. I just have that perma setting yeah. of like party only or whatever. Uh, for for chat so i was like i don't want to see anything any of these idiots are saying to me ever (laughs) even the pings sometimes can can cause me to tilt so i definitely don't want to hear them opening their mouths (laughs) but i also am on the other side of like some of my best memories were when like xbox live comms first came out oh yeah doing like halo comms with with people and stuff is so funny I mean,
1: i've always just felt like if it's opt-in, there's no issue with it, right? Because you don't have to opt into it, I don't have yeah. to opt into it, but I'm definitely pressure, not doing it. the pressure, the
0: social pressure of not opting in.
1: I don't really care about that at all, I feel no pressure, yeah, just gonna, because they're gonna be deaf and I'm not even gonna be here in there <laughs> and there complaining in chat, so I, I think there's no problem having it. I will also say though, like I said, I played a ton of, of Dota 2 ranked in the past and I got really high ranked in that game, um, but, I had almost zero positive voice voice comms experiences in that game and that game has as yeah. voice voice comms it was like just mostly people only used it to scream at people or to yeah. yell horrible things and things like that or that's just the dota 2 community of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. legends League is legends, not like yeah, that yeah. It's a paragon of uh, <laughs> it would be a very different experience i'm sure people also loved playing extremely loud noises over <laughs> over their microphones I love and things that like stuff, that yeah, yeah so oh. they just wait until you're yeah. in the middle of a fight yeah. or trying to concentrate yeah. and then it's just
0: you know like, <laughs> i love that stuff dude that kills me when oh, you have someone with a wow. soundboard <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you're horrible. playing with Obama but, or something you know like I just love that stuff but I mean some so some of them would be funny, <laughs> funny but yeah. some
2: of them like he's saying because I, I was in those too some of them would just be these screech noises yeah, or that. like yeah. yeah it's like an alarm
0: or something yeah, yeah. That, yeah. someone did one where they play, played like the beep from your fire alarms being like low on batteries you know <laughs> just play troll stuff something that, that is and. kind of funny that's yeah. different right it's, or the knock knock yeah the knock knock people
1: different. have a knocking on the door people get so scared it's <laughs> so funny oh god yeah but but either way, I played I played with it a lot in, in those games, and I got to the point where I was I just never wanted to use it anymore, ever. So yep. I know I wouldn't use it in League if it was in League. Uh, Same. So it's, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't really bother me either way, but I also feel like for the people who do want it, opt-in would be cool. But at this point, it just feels like they've kind of dug in their heels and they're never going to do it. Yeah. Which I don't really get because it's in Valorant yeah same yeah. company I mean, like, like you
2: said having the option and ha- having everybody be able to turn it off like you can turn off there's the chat. literally
1: p- party voice chat
0: already in the game yeah. so I don't really get it but whatever yeah it's, uh, tech reasons probably I don't, I don't think it's tech reasons yeah, tech, tech reasons, reasons. <laughs> you just say, you just say t- if you're a multi-billion dollar company what do you do tech debt then you wave the problem away. Okay. There's, too much, there's too much of a burden okay. to fix it, to add you that You guys function. just wouldn't understand how yeah, There's like, it There's code, and we'd have to look at it. And we don't really right. want to do that right now. So. Voice chat is it's, it's too good. Are cool you nice. a
2: programmer? No. Oh, wait, you are a programmer? <laughs> uh, you still wouldn't understand. Never mind.
0: It's a different system. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's a very big library, and no one's looked at it in five years, and we're not going to pay someone to look at yeah. it now. So, tech debt. All right. All right, playoffs. <laughs> Shall we move on to playoffs? Yeah, screw sure. this top lane. Yeah, we don't care.
2: Yeah, top lane the whole top lane conversation, uh, like that little point, was just gonna be about Aatrox anyways.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well now I feel like now that we talked about it, should we talk about it? No, we'll talk about it in the context of okay T S M We can Diggs.
2: weave it in, you know. Okay. We got some skills here. Let's weave it into the, the All right,
1: the Thursday the Thursday match is gonna be dig versus TSM. Potential for it to be the last ever TSM games played in the LCS if they lose. Yeah. Uh, now they're in the lower bracket. Obviously, you know, if you lose, you're donezo, and that would be, I, I feel like it's guaranteed. I don't know. I mean, they tweeted that they were going to a different league and stuff, but then some people are like, well, it's not a done deal until it's done deal. So I'm like, yeah. well, aren't they leaving?
2: I mean, it's, it's <laughs> definitely it's not official,
1: but man, there is so much conversation like behind. Well, and, and TSM themselves. Set, made the whole announcement that they yeah. were leaving, right? So I thought that was...
0: Yeah. I'll wait until it's official official, yeah. but... It'd be really awkward next it's year. It's definitely if, very unofficial. If, <laughs> if, if they walk back into the cafeteria with their food and they're like, hey, can we sit with you guys again? It's going to be really awkward, but I... I, <laughs> I realize there's a TV controller here. It, I nice, see what's on. I think it's that. I think that's what's on, There's <laughs> the dive looping graphic. Um, Looks good. I do think, regardless of that, this is a really close mashup. Um I think the TSM series versus EG it did go a full 5 games. Yep. It was technically close and we were debating this a little <laughs> technically bit. Technically close. Well, because it's a 5 game series, but it was also the fastest full 5 game series I think in NA history. Yep. Um I I heard I heard globally. I, I heard globally too, but then I didn't double check that so I didn't want to say it, but like that might be true as well. Uh, so I think I feel like it was actually close also, but you I'll let, you should finish it. Yeah, the, so it, it was the fastest one meaning all the games were sub thirty minutes, and usually in five game series, there's like late game contention for dragon, and like that's what I think a close game is to me is like when either person could win that game, and here there was never a time where either team could have won the games. So it felt like that they were losing past fifteen minutes, so it wasn't like a close series by standard definition. Again, it was in in the sense that so yeah, win five games. But that,
2: but that feeling is because like TSM stomped game number one. What was it, 25 minutes? Doesn't that
1: mean that it was a close Close series, series. but not close games? That's what I would say. I think it was a
0: close series. I just think the individual games were not close because it was five stops, basically. Yes. But I also think, and this is maybe going to be contentious, I (gasps) I think the fact that this was a close series hinged on a couple things where if you replayed it, it would not be close again. Uh, I think like the one Lucian The Lucian counterpick mid game one was great and I I don't want to punish people for like hey you only won that game because you did something troll or cheesy or something it's like that was a really smart counterpick and, won that and game nice level you one your picks oh, advance Yeah it's for like game you did you guys your job series, real good and then you executed well on it and made it work in game Right and then you that's like that's like that one opening salvo was great Like I said lucky yeah. But uh it's something that's like it's it's not necessarily repeatable and then the other thing was there's a uh, some Shenanigans going in the top lane with, with the top, uh, draft around the, the uh, Rumble. Yep. And even though they won game two, the Jacks counterpicking the Rumble looked terrible. And it was only because revenge got spoon-fed some kills initially that he was able to get to that 18 kill game but he was down like 30 40 cs in the lane and then they just opted into it again game four and they could have gone a control mage but then they slammed the yone and it's like okay this ended up being a very bad draft where you counterpick yourself in one instead lane instead
1: of sejuani so they couldn't actually kind of bail
0: themselves out of right there's the sejuani and jax is obviously way stronger with double solo lanes that are melee and so like i don't know they, they just kind of trolled their draft it felt like a little bit in game four mm-hmm. and so to me while yes all the games, it was five games. None of them were particularly close. Oftentimes, it felt like due to draft reasons that like yeah. could have been easily avoided by, I think, EG. Or game one was, again, really good TSM prep that you can't just necessarily do again. Yeah. So I felt like if you replayed this series, I think EG would win 3-1 maybe and look a lot more dominant in that 3-1 because anytime that they... I don't know. It, I mean, this is this is maybe cope for EG fans <clears throat> and maybe TSM hate or whatever. But honestly, that's how I feel looking at this series. Is I no. don't think it would be that close playing it again. I, I think I think it's an interesting
1: take. I will say the posit, the positive side of this for me for TSM was that I was kind of starting to feel like oh god, Hanser really doesn't have a second champion beyond. Renekton that he can do well on. Well, he did well on the Rumble, right? He was actually his laning was good. and I, I felt like the second Jacks game into the Rumble was because it was kind of haunts or disrespect. It was like, this guy's not good. I'm just going to beat him anyway. You know what I mean? I'm going to play this pick. I'm going to be able to take all in. So I'm going to be able to get ahead of him and I'm going to be able to dominate. And so the fact that it was the Renekton getting banned out every single game. And they started actually having to ban in the last game, they banned out the Renekton and the Rumble. So it's like, guess what? If he, if he just adds like one more champion, you can't actually target ban that stuff at all. So even having that second one that people are going to have to worry about, I do think is a boon for TSM. So, you know, that was definitely a positive that I took away from the series for them. But I can see the point of view of, Hey, the Pope Yone Poppy, uh, Poppy jax game wasn't wasn't great draft, and and maybe they can't replicate the, the Lucian counter pick or whatever. But I, I guess I'm more positive on it for TSM.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's the the Yone one is the only is the only one where you can kind of get some and that's probably why I said make up points right? or whatever. The Jax thing to me, e- EG know that they're gonna it's a losing matchup early. Like they they know Revenge knows you know he's he's gonna go down in CS. It's
1: Rumble is a massive. Uh, but I, don't he, later, you know? I don't think he. I don't think he would have thought he was going to be down that much, or he wouldn't have picked it, because he got clapped in both the lanes. I mean, a lot of other stuff also
2: does happen. I think they yeah. fully well knew. I think they fully well knew. Yeah, like we're going to sacrifice some early lane phase stuff. We're going to be able to outscale. He's going to be a really strong split pusher that also has team fighting options. Um, obviously, they would want it to go a little bit better than it did. Yeah. It wasn't went, that like thirty or forty CS it was in both massive. games? Yeah. 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 Uh, and there was a lot of extra jungle attention up there. Yeah. there was so much looking towards top lane in this series. Um, so I think I think a lot of these are like don't require a revision, maybe, except
0: for, possibly the game four forward well, and, so. and it's not revision to me it's just saying that like okay you know like anything can happen in the realm of possibilities you know this stuff can happen i just don't think that this one would happen that many times um, yeah. and so that's why going into their next series against dig you know i i want to see more because the thing also about the revenge situation i'm trying to pull it up quickly but uh he's also like two and 18 versus renekton all time and just like i think a lot of people would just open both renekton and uh And I know a lot of people have been banning it. Every single team has
1: banned it. Every single team has 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 banned it against unbanned a single game against CSM because people
0: think that he's a one trick for Haunter. But I think also a lot of people in playoffs would be like, "Okay, you'll get your one trick. You know, we'll we'll do this thing into it, Um, or we'll take it away." And Revenge doesn't want to play that game. Um, So I think there's a lot of things that led to that. And I wonder what Rich is going to do because Rich will probably just open all and then like just slam a a counter pick into Renekton like Quinn or Allowy or whatever. That's why this matchup is really fun because if you even if you
2: don't ban the renekton rich is going to go for a counter pick dignitas are going to go for counter pick for rich every time that they can possibly get it and if hunter is knocking on a carry you know i actually think tsm strategy with hauntzer tank even though everyone's like oh my god he's got the lowest you know laning stats in the league and he's so gets pounded up there every time i actually think that's one of the better strategies for tsm is to just have Haunter get pounded and be on a tank yeah. and then team fight uh, because they're team fighting with when they when they put more resources into the other lanes, mm-hmm. f- especially Insanity. Like Wild Turtle, I feel like has been so good in delivering consistent team fight carry later. But if they invest early resources into Insanity, don't put anything towards the top lane towards Haunter. I actually think that's probably a better strategy for this team. Uh, because with insanity leading their team fights and being really proactive from mid, he actually had the highest kills per minute of anybody going into uh, the playoffs of any single player in the LCS um, because he's been so like proactive for TSM. So that's why even when they had the successful successful like Rumble Lane phases, I was like ah. You can, but did you stop to ask yourself if you should?
0: It's like the Gwen games too, where they are putting uh-huh. insanity and on support, and then yeah, yeah. And
2: like and he had a Lasandra game where you're like, ah, uh, right, yeah, we can,
0: of- but should we? So
2: I'm very curious to see what TSM's approach to the Dignitas series is, with Dignitas having this extreme preference for counter picks for mm. Rich with the Quins, with the Alaways, and stuff like that. Um, I at least going into the previous series, I was more worried for TSM because the Revan stuff talking about, oh my God, the players are not synced up. Everybody's you know not focused anymore. They they got complacent with the success that they had, and him talking last weekend uh, or last week more about how the team is such, so much more focused now in their and their alliance. Makes me more hopeful for them. For
1: so the story. the two games that they played, the first one that D- Dignitas won, uh, Hanser was playing Renekton, but it was with it was the Ruby week mm-hmm. uh, that Ruby was in, and then the second one they lost, and they let, that was the last time that Hanser got Renekton, and since then it's been I don't know like eight nine whatever games in a row has been banned against him, uh, and Rich played the gp game against him that went really poorly where he did the counterpick of gp yeah yeah, Renekton, yeah yeah and it went really bad so that was those are their two games they obviously lost that game uh Hunter was playing Renekton in that but I, I don't think they lost because it was Renekton or anything but that counterpick obviously really did not work out and turtle and insanity had really good games so i mean it, it's interesting right like i i think i think that Dignitas should just ban ban Renekton still because i think that they like other things are less stable, and if you're even if you're going to go for a counter pick, there's there's things that you can go that are probably going to dominate it more, uh, especially if you're expecting Haunter to get no help. If I feel like resourceless champion, that is really stable, le- kind of needs the least help in a lot of cases, right? So you can maybe. Force them to kind of try to play towards him and have a counter pick that could be more beneficial. But I think in general, as an overall strategy, like you're saying, Kobe, it makes more sense to play through insanity. Jensen is not JoJo. Jensen is not playing anywhere near the level that JoJo is playing. And Santorin and Jensen as a duo aren't dominating by any means. So I think that there's way more of an opportunity to attack through mid lane. And even if there were, you know, weaknesses shown by by TSM or or EG maybe lost uh, you know game four because of the draft and things like this. Dignitas is not nearly as good as EG, I think, either, right? Like, they don't have the same strengths.
0: No, I think you could go pound for pound, position by position. It's only top lane, probably, in Dignitas's favor, clearly. Yeah. Uh, historically, Jensen versus Sandy would be Jensen, but this split in particular, it feels a lot closer. I think Boogie's been kind of like Santorin in a lot of ways, where he's very lane-focused and getting people ahead, and he's really good about finding opportunities to make that happen. And bot lane, I think, for TSM is just straight-up better in, in both roles. Yeah. Uh, so Boogie especially, I feel like that's a good point to bring up for their TSM versus EG series. Like He was so proactive. He would probably have gotten player of the series if, if they somehow won the fifth game, I think. Boogie was really good. Yeah. So I do think that TSM's still favored in this series, but I, I, I wonder... Massively. Well, it's just like that first series against EG was so weird with how dominant each game's win or loss was. That I couldn't. It was hard to really like get, get a good power level, at least for me, of like mm-hmm. where TSM's at as they head into their next series. Yeah. Because I, maybe they really are contesting EG and they're they're like neck and neck with them, or they should have got blown out and didn't. I don't know. Yeah,
2: I I just really was impressed after game number one of of the series with the planning that mm-hmm. TSM put into it, the draft and the execution. You know, all of that. I was like, oh my god, they're they're completely back with uh having the the previous concerns about um you know the coach interview and everything that he said leading into it so um i'm actually really excited for this series because i want to see both teams play to what i think are their strengths and for tsm that is playing away from Hanser, just slap him on a tank play to insanity and turtle for team fights and i want to see dig play to rich and i and then like see all right can top lane carry how how strong is top lane right now? They keep actually buffing, uh, you know, the possible carry potential. Aatrox got mega buffed. Revenge had the massive Aatrox game versus them. I bet Rich, I, I could see him just itching to do that as well. You know, that when all, the, all these types of things. So I actually want to see a clash of styles like that where one team is like, you know what? We're not going to play around top at all. And the other team tries to win. Mm.
1: I guess my my concern with Ding Toss is do they even really know what their style is, so to speak, or their strength is, so to speak, anymore? Because the only wins that they had down the stretch was the 100 Thieves win and then the 100 Thieves tiebreaker win. And besides that, they lost seven out of eight games. And that's why Rich wasn't on my All-Pro ballot, right? And so Rich, I do think showcased that he had the ability to take over some games and and really carry games but he wasn't really able to do it down the stretch and it didn't really feel like Tukinshaw had a clear identity and clear way to get consistent wins at all so that's kind of my concern is I know how TSM can win I think like you said play through insanity play through play through turtle but I think mostly just play through insanity to be honest I don't know that DingTus knows how they can win. That's kind of my concern. Is It's like you lost, you beat 100 Thieves twice, once in tiebreaker, once in the final week. Besides that, their only win in the previous eight games was one win against FlyQuest.
2: Yeah, I think that their strategy for uh, winning is because their mid laner is so different, Jensen is definitely a lot less proactive than Insanity. He moves a lot less. And generally scales or plays reactively while trying to scale for team fights mm-hmm. for later. Uh, like he still will move to stuff if stuff happens in the early game, but he's not going to be the one starting it out. So, I think they try and focus a lot of their early game stuff around Rich, who wants to be playing super forward, trying to get turret plates on top side, trying to trying to like win skirmishes around Rift Trails and stuff like that, um, and then have. Uh, you know, you know Jensen scaling for, for later for team fights and and see what happens there. That's why I feel like I, it's cool to have the mismatch of like areas on the map mm-hmm. that you that you kind of want to go for for these teams. Yeah, it is harder to win through top, but that was kind of what was exciting early about Dignitas is that they had these extreme games where they went so hard into counter picks.
0: Yeah, I think. uh the other thing cool is the history for both these teams talk about the TSM angle about potentially their last run through playoffs but it's also get Jensen the Worlds he has uh-huh. 8 consecutive Worlds appearances not only is he tied for one of the most the, him and uh, Double if have attended Worlds the most yep. all time of any pro player but for Jensen, Jensen's consecutive and if he could do it from 7th place from this crazy run it'd be pretty crazy it'd be pretty crazy it's probably not gonna happen but the fact that one of these two teams is gonna And something about the other is is a high-stakes match. History will be made here in some capacity. True. In the lower bracket round one. Yeah. I also feel like, especially after seeing
2: how good Boogie was in the previous series and how active he was, I feel like TSM also has jungle advantage here. But Santorin is super veteran. Playoffs time. You know, leading up to Worlds again, maybe... You get the the Hulk out moment, you know.
0: I feel like it's really TSM favored, honestly. <laughs> That's why I said four I out of five yeah, positions yeah, on paper yeah, are TSM uh, favored. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, and we we ha- were like, oh, play star wise, like Chime likes to roam, Boogie likes yeah. to the camp. They play through insanity early game, and then they actually have good scaling. Like I am mean, Ding like, D- Dignitas looked really bad down the stretch to me. Yeah. Right. Uh, their their first half of the split, I thought was more compelling. Uh, I don't.
2: I don't think anyone's going to yeah. predict
1: them to win. Yeah, I have, I have TSM probably three one. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I'll I, lock it. I in think three
2: two. Make it more. It'll, it'll be interesting. Crazy.
1: If if Jensen and Santorin, like if, if those guys can step up, then I think it becomes a really compelling series. But I think they, they kind of failed to show any consistency down the stretch. Uh, so that's kind of why I'm doubting them right now. All right. So Friday, the Friday series TL Hunno, TL Hundred Thieves. Uh, this one is going to be pretty interesting because uh, TL is so kind of like up and down, and they had their crazy series against uh, NRG, which was, you know, very much, I think, what people were expecting, I guess. 5K gold throw, in game <laughs> yeah. two, let's go.
2: I think I feel like it's exactly what we talked about on a previous episode of The Dive. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, and in the
1: LCS Lounge. We're, and
2: <laughs> We're like, oh my God, each of these teams, 5K gold? That that doesn't really mean, mean <laughs> that much here, you know? There, there's so many flips, I feel like, in so many moments where someone gets picked off and you're just like, whoa, the comeback, or yo, the throw. <laughs> yeah. Especially
0: that one, yeah. I, it's it's sad for TL that they can't still close games out a year into this team. You know, They did swap in APA, so it's not like the exact same lineup, but I think for most of the decision mm-hmm. makers and people picking the fights and doing the shot calling, it's the same people. Uh, I thought Core had a bit of a down series um, from the fact that he was on All-Pro this year. Yeah, It didn't feel like that was the level he played at. And it's a perfect meta for him. You
2: know, there's REL and all these engaged champions. And... Um...
1: Man, APA also had a really bad series and looked very affected by it. Like yeah. mentally, like you could just look at the cameras, he's having huge reactions every time something went bad
0: and the team is comforting him when he's walking off stage. He's, he's dying left and right in game if you don't even want like a player cams, so you can just see bad decisions being made. Yeah. I
2: also feel like this th- that series was the first time where I've been like, "Whoa, I really feel like I just saw some comms problems." Like live on stage, Mm -hmm. where the team is turning, or and he's going back, or there's there's definitely that missing link of like how we want to play out the fight, or Mm. are we actually turning off objective type of thing? Uh, I feel like in this series that that was felt even more, and and if you combine that with what you're saying about like watching the cams and some of the reactions and stuff, um, it does. You know, maybe there is like a feeling of isolation there or something. I yeah,
1: it's hard to know what was causing it, but it, it also felt to me that he kind of wanted it too bad in, in a way where he was looking for all these big <laughs> he plays. He had some
2: Malphite Tristana ultimates. He definitely had some malfight <laughs> Tristana
1: ultimates. I mean, he had had the one over by Harold, which kind of worked out, where he Rock jumps in, he flashes behind the guy, he, he knocks him back. Yeah. But... He gave up his shutdown to do that and his flash to trade one for one. And then there were situations where I think he realized, okay, I made some mistakes and it felt like he was kind of trying to make good on it by finding another big play. And I think instead of kind of waiting for some of those big opportunities to be there, he was trying to really force it. And it didn't feel... As though it was really working out for him in most cases.
0: No, I think the big thing for why TL looked better with him instead of Harry was that he was more consistent in the mid to late game, and that was not the case in this series. And he got picked on a lot. The Tristana games where they just kept killing him over and over in the mid to late game, and he kept trying to like buffer his jump, and he would just get pulled back after the buffer and dying without flash, and and then dying without flash as opposed to flashing then jumping or something. So he he was, I don't know if it was greed. I wouldn't call it that. Most likely, I think it was nerves and just you know not thinking through what's about to happen. Um, And I think for the rest of the team it wasn't like they were playing super well either i think summit was maybe the best playing player um he was able to get some advantages over dokla and lane but it wasn't like even him i mean
1: he had he had his gnar picking into the Renekton where dokla was just basically even the whole time someone got ganked one time on a stacked wave which sucked for him but largely this was this was nowhere close to what i i was expecting from summit as far as levels of dominance no. coming into the series because we were talking about it last week on the dive where mm-hmm. i was saying. It's literally number one in CSD versus number ten in CSD. I was expecting it to be a bit of a top lane canyon in in the laning phases. It really wasn't. I think there was one game, if I recall, where someone really got the better of him. I think it was the Kennan game. He really got ahead mm-hmm. in in the one v one. Jack's games were okay too. His, yeah, he there had were a lot of
2: ganks from pioshik and a lot of the uh, the games <laughs> yeah. as well. pioshik yeah. was definitely the, living up there. Check him, jungle proximity was yeah. It felt it felt like that <laughs> one was two, all
1: yeah. they wanted to do. pioshik was. Only going up there. But even even those two guys had some really troll ones. There was the one Jack's Sejuani game where they got monster ahead in lane, um, and then immediately went went over towards Harold and just engaged by themselves yeah. and both died, and you're like, What is happening? But that was the the Monster Jack scary game. Yeah. Um and when I talk about Summit, I think overall he had good performances. But when I say that the kind of top candy that I was expecting, I was thinking one v one laning. He was going to create massive, massive edges, and that didn't really happen that I can recall, except for the Kenan game. Mm-hmm. The Jacks game was much, very much about like the coordination of him and Pioshik. and then the NAR game I think was kind of just yeah. forgettable.
2: Yeah, there were definitely, um, there were definitely some moments too where you know. Dokla had a a misposition or something, or you could be like, oh, he should have been more cautious here because they know he's playing weak side and, you know, whatever happened. But like they talked about it in the interview afterwards for Energy, they're like, you know what your duty is, this series, (laughs) Dokla. (laughs) And and he was like, yeah, you know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get beat up. He he was, he understood the mission. (laughs) Um, As far as the... Team approach overall because, you know, we're talking about the Energy Hundred Thieves series right now. We'll talk way more about Energy. The uh, TL, yeah.
0: yeah, we're talking about the TL Hundred. Excuse
2: Thief. me, the the, the TL Hundred Thieves. Um, we'll talk about Energy later for for their series. Um, exactly like I said for APA though, all I care about is banning out the Zigs. They banned out Zigs every single ser- game this series, and I feel like without that, that's a big comfort. Yeah. pick that's also way easier to play to your point about the reliability towards the mid game and, and late game so I feel like the strategy here for pick and ban also should be a pretty easy copy and paste because they ban out that primo, uh, primo pick for APA and for Summit all they kept on banning out is the Rumble which he can be super abusive
0: of every single game as well. So I think uh, blueprint wise I'm down if 100 Thieves wants to copy it but so, like AP was losing both sides of Trist Jace. Uh, they played that matchup both sides. Kyle yeah. Fox
2: was smurfing on him.
0: He, yeah. he, was, he was pooping on him on both sides of the matchup. Um, he was just clearly player poor. of the series. Player of the series, borderline all pro. A lot of people felt like he was snubbed. He made, I voted for him. Yep. So, like, <laughs> he was snubbed. <laughs> yeah. And then you got Quid, who, like, no offense, has really good CSing but i don't think he can apply the yeah, same level of it. pressure like i don't think he makes like palafox is a playmaker at the end of the day like he wants to win the game he's going to go in. he's going to see angles and he'll in sometimes and he'll laugh it off but like he's he's got an aggressive mindset and quid sometimes does like his azir goes in but it doesn't Not work really. out more often than it does and like <laughs> and, and honestly i mean you could you could just
1: be blunt about it palafox is borderline all pro i voted for him third team quid is one of the worst mid
0: laners in the league yeah Maybe the worst mid laner in the league. So you can copy and paste the draft strategy, but I'm not confident that Quid wins both sides of matchups and then goes and makes plays with that. Yeah. The same way that Powell and, it, and if, did. if he does, it's not going to be anywhere near the level of dominance, right? And if he does, well then hats off. We're we're all wrong and
1: like yeah. good for you, but we're not. But he hasn't shown that. Yeah, exactly. You, you can't expect uh, it. Yeah, I
2: don't care who your mid laner is, though. I banned Ziggs versus APA. Yeah, yeah. that that's is yeah. my point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I,
1: I mean, I think APA was trying to come into this series, and prove, Hey, you have to respect other picks. He had never played a professional game of Jace. Uh, they talked about it in um, in one of the coach interviews though, that they knew it was coming because he'd been playing a lot in solo queue, yeah. but still had not played a single game of it in pro play, did not inspire any fear in, in his opponents with his Jace. It didn't really work out the way that he wanted. And I think that a lot of teams are gonna watch that. And I, I thought it was so important for APA coming in that series, and I talked about it a lot you know, early on. I said, everyone is gonna be in Ziggs, right? But you can unlock the zigs if you can prove that you can dominate on other picks and make them scared of that. That did not happen at all. So I do think that is, is definitely a concern for TL, is that people will try to kind of rinse and repeat. But 100 Thieves, the only way the 100 Thieves wins games is by picking late game and hoping they don't get run over. Because they don't really have any proactivity on the map. I think Closer did have a good game or a couple good games in the last week. We'll see if he can kind of replicate that, but I think if if closer is not playing like playoffs closer, if closer is playing like regular season closer, this team just doesn't do anything. Like quit doesn't really do anything. Closer doesn't really do anything. Their bot lane's okay.
0: Their, their top lane's okay. Summit got boomed out of the LCS by Closer, and someday back in 2022, spring True. it can happen again.
1: True, uh,
0: I agree. Closer is both the problem and the solution to their Ooh. early game. Um, I like is not going to roam around and make tons of plays, <laughs> he's 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 with double it for the most part. Someday can win lanes, but it's not like that usually transfers around the map very well quid like we already talked about not a huge playmaker so it it does come on to to closer to step up and do what he's done in previous playoffs i like that phrasing
2: what if someone is both the problem and the solution you're just saying you
0: need to play better yeah (laughs) because you
2: you are the problem if you play better then
0: (laughs) there's sometimes like oh my lane phase isn't good and it's not gonna get better so someone else has to come up with a solution for this but like closer's early game can be good and when he has a good early game they're gonna get way more they're gonna be way more proactive so like yeah just be like that Viego game please closer yeah, but
2: it's the same thing we've been saying for Close I feel split. like a month yeah, yeah. Hundred thieves has been like this mid jungle issue
1: and that, it's obviously hard to fix. He he was seemed pretty unshaken, at least he presented that after after the Viego game in his interview, because they he got interviewed, he had the 6-0-5 Viego game where he got all those early kills. I think he got the first four kills of the game, five kills yeah. the game, something like that. Yeah. And ha- you know, had a nice game there. And then he was on stage and basically saying he doesn't really care what people think, you know, it just matters what he thinks, it matters what the team thinks, whatever. That's good. Uh, which is I think the right approach to have, absolutely. So We'll see. I mean, if if he can show up and, and give the team some early proactivity, I do think that Doublelift was one of those guys that was playing was playing well. And you know, if people were playing better around him, he could have been borderline all pro. You know, he kind of put in the same bucket as we talked about with Impact and some of the other guys. I think they have some people who can perform if they're kind of given that that success around them. But it's it's also it's also tough because I feel like it's kind of a mismatch for Hundred Thieves, where Hundred Thieves is so slow. I feel in the early game. And they want to go really late and just go 5v5. And TL has a really explosive early game, right? And so you're talking about one of the slowest, most inactive early game teams against one of the most explosive early game teams. And yeah, TL will throw some games for sure. But I think 100 Thieves is going to have a tough time if closer can't really step up, just even hanging in the early game, right? Cause this team is not a good early game team. You know, they're averaging down one K uh, TL in the regular season averaged up like over 2.2 K at 15 minutes. I think it was. So
2: yeah, this is one of those. It's all about perspective. Is it a bad matchup? Because you know, team liquid have mismatched strengths with hundred thieves and they're going to blow you out in the early game. Is that actually a positive or is it a negative? Because you know, even when they get these big early game leads, they're going to throw them which fo- which force is stronger so to, 100 to thieves are 100 thieves basically build to catch games yeah that but, that but is my,
1: my problem is they don't they don't do anything proactive capitalize on mistakes or anything yeah
2: they, they just, build, like i said they build literally to catch they game games they got nets yeah. They don't build to be, but to be proactive.
1: They, they go into the river with a net and they say, Jump in, fish. I don't, I don't think they're good at catching either, though. They go out and they go out to the so fishing. So that's got some holes in it. They're and they don't waiting. have any tools. <laughs> they to go any out fishing fish, with their hands. Any their hand, fish want to like, jump in my net with I sure, holes? I sure hope a fish will jump out of the ocean into my boat. That's yeah. 100 Thieves game plan to win games.
2: Team Liquid, they're jumping all over the place. <laughs> Pretty floppy fish. okay? Those
0: whales are beaching themselves. It's they're possible. just ending up on beaches <laughs> for no good reason. It's definitely possible, but
1: it's. I don't know I just don't see 100 Thieves as this like wax on wax off team that's going to capitalize on your mistakes it just feels like most of their games they do nothing early and then they roll over
0: and die yes that is true Team Liquid is 2-0 against them this split but last split they were able to beat Team Liquid in some games basically with this approach where they had scaling and you know Bjergsen I think was was a much, they were a much lot better, better last split. they were I agree but I think the overall idea can still work in a series if Team Liquid and like APA really is frazzled. If he comes into a second series and looks like how he did in this first one, and yeah. you know, closers being aggressive and like abusing this potential weakness in the mid lane, and mm-hmm. you know, top is someday I think can do fine into some, I'm actually. Assuming the drafts are okay, I'm not super worried about topside because I, I think so, I think someday is good.
2: Yeah, but I'm I'm always like the extra positive someday
0: enjoyer. I feel like, but I think like these two have had history playing against each other, and someday is not going to get like frazzled because like so. He was the
2: one who pulled out the Malphite that, like you were saying. Was the big deconstruction of MVP Summit. Yeah. And, and then everybody like copied the someday blueprint versus him.
0: Yeah, I think bot lane is one where it's a little scary because Core and Jan are usually pretty good and, and Busio is, is sometimes a little hit or miss. But if he has a good series, I also don't like it. Like, it feels like other than mid lane, 100 Thieves can mostly stack up versus TL. It's the, it's the early game, and then it's the, the mid lane. If Quid Other than mid
1: lane, but that's that's saying if Closer plays way better than he did all split. Because yeah. Closer couldn't stack up to
0: any jungler this split. No. No, I mean, I, I'm right. with you. But you're just basically saying, like, if the Viego game is the closer we get in this yeah. series, then I actually think they legitimately have a place Me to win because TL is not clean. And yeah. so uh, if they can contest the early games a little bit more, they can do it. But it does feel like an uphill battle. Um Otherwise, you're like, what are the angles? Because I don't think you can copy. Just be Palafox. Quid? Go ahead. I don't think you know he's going to be able to abuse a Tristana the same way. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's really the tough thing, right? And
1: uh, first blood participation or whatever for the split was was five percent. It was the one game. It was the Viego game, right? So he did he did get the, his one, but uh, on the board, baby. Yeah, he's on the board so that that is the tough thing though right you know if closer can step up and i know there was always it's always in the back of your mind because closer has been so good in the in playoffs and i think you you had talked about this when we talked about this before that hey closer has these bad stretches i do not think he's ever had a stretch like
0: this this
2: is the he has it's really stretched out he just keeps stretching it
0: i just it never quite snaps back the same after you stretch it out like that you know Hopefully he snaps back, but he's done it before. He snapped back before. Yeah. As you get older, you less and less yeah. likely to snap back. <laughs> yeah, you don't wake up feeling the same way. Skin's a little more wrinkly. <laughs> yeah, wrist's got, a little bit more creaky. Pick up the, your cat you hurt your rolling. back, oh. you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. I think I think it's TL 3-1 or 3-0. Yeah, most I, I, I think it's probably going to be a 3-0, but TL's not super consistent. Um, I also think angle about mental boom as well for this team, given that... Uh, true. I don't know how TL mentally handle. T- for, for I think I think Hundred Thieves are coming in with like underdog, like oh, we, we've been bad all year, but this is this you know. But you like think that's good. I think it's better than TL getting. <laughs> we've been bad all year. Oh,
2: they're coming in with this mentality. Oh yeah, let's go,
0: boys. <laughs> we've been bad all year. We we we're bad, bad all year. year. They wouldn't would say it like that. They we didn't they, do anything. They would frame it being we like we suck.
1: Uh, no one expects anything from us. We're not proactive. We don't have a game plan. No chance let's of go. mental oh. boom
2: if you already know you suck
1: there's
0: like a way get through to say these that. three games and
1: we got lots of months of vacation there's
0: a way to say that better that they can do that I won't do for them there is a way to frame that better but for for TL you just lost a series in a, in a pretty bad way Damn. and I think uh, it could have lasting effects heading into yeah. this week yeah. Yeah. Okay. whereas Absolutely. 100 Thieves just limped into playoffs they, they didn't have a bad series to start True. they just lost a dig in the tiebreaker they didn't yeah, know, have a series mental fine completely Yeah. 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 We're, we're already at the, the bottom get worse <laughs> there you go
1: doesn't hurt that much yeah. alright well we'll see if uh, 100 Thieves can kind of surprise us a little bit. The Saturday matchup is EG versus Cloud9. This one's gonna be a banger. It's interesting because normally you don't get such high seedings, uh, kind of meeting up against each other this early on, but Cloud9 chose this side of the bracket, knowing that they might they eventually- Because they were scared of energy.
0: And they lost, they lost games to both those teams, right? Yeah, so, four of their five losses this split were to them, and one was to Golden Guardians from mistaken. Yep, God. I believe that is it. So. They are going up against uh,
1: EG C9. That is that is the kind of big I think matchup or biggest matchup for this for this weekend. It's going to be really really interesting. I do think C9 again is is very heavily favored uh, because. It's kind of like JoJo. JoJo is is the only real, I think, area that you're looking at Ooh, as an angle of attack. Revenge is gonna beat you up. I had 18 kills on Jax, <laughs> God damn it! Got what else some, do I got? You do? got
2: some words for you, buddy. You see my Aatrox game. I know,
1: I know Revenge. I know Revenge really wants the credit, and I really like Revenge, and I think that <laughs> he's not can get gonna to give him. it to him. He's no, like, but I'm not gonna I give I heard, it to him. I heard that interview. I'm not, I'm not gonna give it to him. He he had a, he had one great game, right? But the reality is, if Revenge wants to be like, one, considered one of the best top laners in the league, he has to bring it consistently, and I don't think he did this split. Like, he has some really great moments, and his jack scene was incredible, but you can't hang your whole season on one game. And the reality is he, ha- he has a lot of situations where he puts himself in a winning spot and then he throws it away through overaggression or through a mistake or whatever. And I think that is something that people are going to, you know, kind of take away from him. I think he's a, he's a really good player and I think he can absolutely get to where he wants to be, but I don't think he's there yet. I, I, it's and I still funny, think Fudge had a better season than him. It's
2: funny because when you said he had one really good game, I thought you meant the Aatrox game. Because I thought the Aatrox game was more impressive. Than the Jax game. Than than the Jax game. I because was... Jo- JoJo was doing a lot of work in, in the Jax game, setting up a lot of these kills and, and being super proactive on yeah. his Silas. Um but the a- the Aatrox one
1: to me, I was like, Oh wow. Like I just say one good game because I see so many people referencing the the eighteen Jackson. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was two good games. Yeah, (laughs) he's had more than one good game in the whole season. (laughs) I'm not trying to say I'm not trying to say that. Yeah,
2: I I also know because I was watching Fudge streaming afterwards, and he was very sarcastically like, "Oh man, I got to practice for Player of the Series Fudge uh, Revenge Revenge. going up against Revenge this weekend. What am I gonna do, Chat?" type of stuff so cloud nine and fudge
0: i are not i gotta go find al- those clips also. to put in the analyst i, mean, desk. I
1: <laughs> think i think he's really good right i think he's he's a, a, a solid top laner but i don't think he's favored uh against fudge at all and i think that cloud nine has showcased over the last couple of years that they're really good at actually prepping for playoffs and prepping for you know what they want to do game plan wise i think that it's definitely a concern for eg that I think JoJo has done an incredible job of absorbing pressure and being able to kind of like deflect the the attacks that have been thrown towards him. Mm-hmm. But if there's one team that I think can really do it, maybe more than well, I guess I should say Golden Guardians is up there as well. Uh, but Blabber and MNS I think can craft a plan to really kind of attack and try to pin down JoJo. And as long as JoJo isn't taking over. I heavily favor C9 bot lane. I favor C9 top lane. I favor C9 jungle very heavily, right? So I think that there are a lot of difficulties here for EG. I think mm-hmm. that they would have to have a really good draft plan, and I think JoJo would have to Hulk out, and I think Revenge would have to have another series like he had because he did have a really good series, right? The yeah. Jack team was great. The Aatrox team was great, but...
2: Yeah, I, I think that EG and Revenge did prove that they have another way to win games, mm-hmm. and he is a viable carry, He's not more important than Jojo for sure, but I think it is important that they did prove that, you know, they can also do top lane carry and Unforgiven has been a good reliable AD carry. I don't think Unforgiven had a good series though. He he didn't have a good series, but he has had a good season. Yeah. To me, and so his body of work I feel like is is pretty good going up against Berserker obviously is tough very very difficult
1: especially when but you're not a laning focused guy right because it's like then you're basically just trying to t- out team fight berserker my
2: point is that the area i'm most worried for eg in is actually jungle and their jungle situation and i'm not even sure i could definitely see a world where they swap their jungles mid mid series if if they're having problems because i think that is going to be the biggest issue for eg especially even looking at their series previously versus tsm they were having rough issues with some jungle diffs. We're talking about yeah. how good Boogie was from the TSM side of it when during the mm. TSM dig preview that we just did. I think that doubles as well for a, a big, you know, possible weakness here for for EG. I don't know about their situation, how much scrim time they've been splitting, or or what they, you know, what direction they want to go with. I know that they have said. That they feel like the team fighting is better from Shaden, but versus Blaber, you are gonna have to deal with these issues a lot earlier than than getting to team fights.
0: Yeah, I think Armeo. For people who don't know, he did play a couple playoff series with Team Liquid when Santorin had his migraines, and he stepped mm-hmm. in and he did fine. And so like he's done that before, and so yeah. maybe that is like a nice fallback plan. But it is true that Shaden did have a rough series for his his opening one there felt like you know you escaped with the skin of your teeth because it is a five game series that like more people aren't looking at you closely for like what caused EG to lose this series no one's really asking that question because you won hey great but it is you know looking forward scary that that happened i think Ayla was pretty good actually he was maybe i thought like the third best player uh, in this series it was like jojo and revenge obviously played pretty good series Ayla i thought had, had a lot of good engages and stuff but otherwise your, your c9 does feel favored almost Across the board, aside for, for mid lane, probably. And I think Aled down the stretch in the regular season was not good, so I, I don't think you can say that he's he's even with with Howes van Was promoting. no, I just mean that in this TSM series, he was yeah. not a problem. I actually thought he was he was fine. Yeah, uh, I think it's it's mostly like the shading stuff, the draft things, these kinds of questions, early games. Um, I think the C9 angle, all pro voting came out. People always have have their thoughts and stuff, and I feel like C9 this split got. More negative opinions about the placement of their players than they usually get. Uh, I felt like a lot of people were like, Oh, River was actually better than Blabber too was like one of the areas that people were arguing. People were saying M&S shouldn't have made it to all pro and like Palafox should have made it. I personally put insanity. I didn't have MS on my ballot either. Uh, but what's crazy to me is How that How they winning then? That's my question is like if they <laughs> yeah. if if You know, Licorice is better than Fudge, and is better than Emines, and River's better than Blabber, and who he's better than Sven, why is Golden Guardians not the number one seed? Why are they not the best team in the LCS, hands down? I feel like people have gotten voter fatigue a little bit of C9 after they've won two championships, and they've been pretty uncontested. These guys again? These guys again. I'm sick of voting for them. These guys are better. I think also, to be fair to the Golden Guardians players, they are very good. They did deserve their spots. I pretty much voted the same way, Um, but... I think people in some people in the community, some fans are sick of C9 and they're hoping on their downfall. Berserker's overrated. I, I saw a lot of that using really dumb stats, honestly. And I kind of hope C9 clap EG because I'm a contrarian and I'm sick of seeing this like anti C9 stuff for no reason, it feels mm-hmm. like. And uh, I think that I don't think they're a perfect team. I think yeah. that they're weaker this split than they were in spring and even uh, summer playoffs last year. Um, but I want them to step up and, and kind of shut shut the haters up. I mean this series
2: depends to me on how much E. G can improve from their la their previous series. How much can EG improve in one week? Because if they can't, they've got no shot versus versus Cloud Nine. And they said, Hey, yeah, we know this was there are a lot of areas that we're already looking at in their post in their post game interviews. They're already like, "Oh man, we have a lot of stuff to clean up." <laughs> Thank goodness we won this series, right? Oh, we we were able to get it in in five here, so at least that is a good indicator that they already have areas that they knew coming into this week of practice they were going going to focus on. But man, they are going to have to have had some good tangible improvements with this one week of practice to match up versus Cloud9 yeah. right now.
1: I mean, I think one of the things to me that really stood out with Shaden is he felt like he was a little bit, I think, unsure about how he wanted to play his early games. There's times where, you know, he's he's doubling back. He's doing these slow clears because he starts doing camps and he starts heading towards bot side. He's like, ah, actually, maybe I need to go back top side. He starts walking back. And then he's going back and forth. It's kind of like this hesitation. That so happens and a lot when your laners are, are ask, you. asking a lot Try for babies. things. Yep. And but I'm saying you you do that against Blabber, he's he's the efficiency king. Yeah. Right? If you're fiddling around on the top side, he's gonna take all your bot camps and he's gonna be way ahead of you.
2: Yeah, guess what? Blabber's landers tell him to do something and he, <laughs> he tells just, them Guess what? Viber
1: muted all his, <laughs> all his laners before the game started. He's like Kobe. You hear him in the postgame chats, too. He's like,
0: but Grumpy was up. I needed Grumpy or Kruggy. Everything's got an affectionate name. He, so he pre- loves pre-muted
1: them. Yeah. He's six-camp clearing. He's going for the scuttle. Byber, and uh. he's basing. He's
0: he's moisturized. He's in his lane. Yeah. But he does have his comms to his teammates, though. Uh-huh, so when yeah. he says, guys, I need help stealing his blue buff. Exactly. There. But exactly. he can't hear what they say. No, no, I his, mute his, his my his top
2: laner's pings, but I ping him to come to my crab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, Cloud9 aside, I think mid lane is maybe like the, the, the way that EG wins this because I think is if I'm being honest, should not have gotten that third-team All-Pro. Uh, that felt name too. value a little bit and being on a good team. And I think he is still a good player, but performance-wise, there were a number of, of games where he did not have a good game and won that game. Um, and maybe he had a couple good plays down the stretch where you kind of forget the early game or forget some of the flubs in the mid-game, but they won the ending team fight. And you're like, yeah, he wasn't that bad. He finished... Uh, three two and three great you know mm-hmm. great game out of mns i i think there are a lot of games like that where if you look back he was not super impressive and i think if jojo's on if he's feeling himself and Shaden has cleaned up these problems and they can attack mid lane that can sp- that can spill over to bot lane like i agree when c9 lost their games a lot of the times it was because the other team had a good lane phase in the bot lane and then they blew it open from there that's what team liquid did to them um to be fair, C9 did that to EG right after, so yep. <laughs> it's not like this is an easy game plan. But I do think there is a crack in, in C9's armor potentially through mid, and if if Fudge really isn't having a good split, maybe he does need to be worried about player of the series. I, I think there are. I, mean, a couple I, I think
1: I think Fudge still had a had a more consistent split <laughs> than their Revenge, right? I think if Revenge is playing to his to his best level. Then hey, made there's it's going to be some angles there. Then, exactly. Yeah. Um, the question I think is is gonna be, you know, will Fudge look the same as he did in regular season? Will he play even better? I'm sure that Fudge and MS are walking away from it thinking that they didn't get enough credit, right? Because I know everyone's kinda of talking about, oh well, C9 Solanes aren't that good this split. So I'm sure that you'd be pretty motivated. That's kind of that bulletin board motivation, you know, that you wanna go and you wanna prove yeah. that these guys who are who are getting a bit more credit than you they're not so hot right so i think MS and fudge will be coming in pretty motivated but that seems like the biggest angle uh, for eg is if if fudge and uh, you know if fudge and mns can be taken advantage of if revenge can have an amazing series if jojo can have an amazing series i think that's going to be their way in but i think it's such a big if when we're talking about oh well maybe they could swap back and forth on their jungle if you don't even have supreme confidence in one of your junglers and they have to go up against blabber that seems so hard, right? This guy is is borderline MVP. He's he's kind of top two, I think, that everyone's talking about. Uh, he's clearly the best jungler in the league to me, and that's going to be a, a real problem, I think, for EG.
0: I think uh, EG, 3-0, C9 are one-tricks on Kindred, Melio, and Ash, and they can't win on anything else, and uh, this will be a, a clean sweep. I'm going c 9 <laughs> 3 1 Cloud9. 3 1 Cloud9.
1: All right. Uh, last series is Energy versus Golden Guardians. This is the Sunday series. Energy did have a 3 1, but it is, you know, one of these, these pretty wacky series, I guess, against TL. And then Golden Guardians coming in, I think getting a lot more respect than they ever have coming into playoffs. This team is looking actually really As really, they really should. Good.
2: It's by far their best split that they've yep.
1: ever had. They got international experience yep.
2: already this split with this exact. Uh, squad of players, so this this is for sure Golden Guardians peak, and they deserve to be in the spotlight. Yep. Like they are right up there with Cloud Nine as one of our best teams. It's just the fact that they always keep losing to Cloud Nine <laughs> that that keeps them out of the narrative. And people are like, they should get more credit being talked about as the best team in the LC. Well, they're so clearly every time they match up against Cloud Nine. They yeah. they lose that. How
1: many best of fives Does there that in a row? So that
2: just bring. It, I feel like it it brings so much out of the hype when you have so many iter iterations of it. It's it's not quite to the JDG BLG level, which is like f- five best of fives this year already in, in a row that they've lost. But it is a very similar like they lost the one the older Besai. brother younger they brother lost story two in
0: spring. Yeah, they went one and two in the regular season this time. If you include yeah. the tiebreaker. Yeah
2: but it's basically like yeah it's it is like those two brothers are are running the LCS but the older brother always beats up the younger brother
1: but the the one hope i think on the Golden Guardians side is that this this regular season did feel like they really love up. Yes, they lost the tiebreaker and whatnot, but yeah. uh, a lot of people were saying, ah, oh, well, tiebreaker was just, you know, kind of limit, limit testing or whatever, right? That's the copium take. And I, I do think that Golden Guardians is looking better than ever overall. Whether or not they can beat Cloud9 in the series, honestly, we don't even need to talk about that yet because they're playing Energy. Um, but this is the best that they have ever looked, very clearly. I think, you know, I think Energy is going to have a pretty tough time potentially but the thing with energy that makes this series really really interesting is that energy has, has always done so well against the top teams in the league right and they have they have really been able to kind of punch against the best teams they have been able to, to win and they had a, a very heavily winning record against the top five teams in the league uh, I'm going to try to go back and actually they see two-0'd. Two-0'd they 2-0 they 2-0 yeah there you go so it's they were doing so well against all these teams so clearly they can beat them you just don't really ever know what you're gonna get from Energy, which I think makes it so difficult to predict. Because I, I don't think anyone can look at these two teams and say, okay, yeah, Energy's the better team, right? But Energy, but they're crazy. But they're crazy. <laughs> and and if you if you non-rational, if you really squint and you never look at all the all their bad losses, if you only look at, at their games against top five teams, you could be like, maybe they are better than Golden Guardians. Maybe they could be Golden Guardians. And should you should you only look at the games against top teams yes. when you're preparing for the series? You think so? No.
2: Well, the thing is, Energy are usually better in playoffs, and they're usually way better against the top teams. Both of those things are happening right now. Were they better against TL? How can you argue against that?
0: Were they better against TL? I think so, compared to the the problems. Because, like, when... That series was such a throw it was fast a me- It was a complete mess of a series. It was a messy series, but like they still 3-1'd it. Yeah. And if you look at the bad NRG games, this is why you want to close your eyes when I said you should, you should close your eyes, because they will just chain throw. Like Contracts will have no head... Palafox has no head, and ignor like people just lose their minds on this team. They're just running around like headless chickens when yeah. they're not playing well, and they're just picking any fight they see. Uh, there's no coordination. Their drafts sometimes are terrible, where they try and get too cute for their own good, and they end up with like these non-functional compositions. Like this team has its problems, and that's why even though this series wasn't like didn't have some throws, they did fall behind sometimes. I, I don't think it really resembled their worst moments from the regular season. To Kobe's point, um, they did step up a little bit versus TL, or at least like they strung together enough decent games for golden guardians i think it's so hard to find big weaknesses to to beat this team in um they feel almost more stable than cloud nine in some ways uh there were a number of games that they did win late game off sticks they playmaking in the middle of the season so i think there are times that their early game if river doesn't jump start it it can maybe fall a little flat but he's really good at jump starting it and i'm not really worried about him in a five game series having a couple creative path early games to get some leads for Licorice or Gory or even stix a with mm-hmm. who he, like he he combos with all his lanes very well and you can basically count on him making plays
1: it's should be a fun jungle matchup too cuz yeah. i think both these guys are i think Contract is always down to get crazy and so <laughs> you want to get crazy bro? yeah so river river is going to like look, be looking for these ankles and i think contracts will too right i yeah. think he can kind of uh, escalate the pace just like how this team when they would play against when energy would play against cloud nine they would have these crazy series because it would just be like him and were going right at each other right and yeah it, it just kind of like escalates and i think we might get a bit of that with uh with golden guardians energy which would be really really fun as well i do think that again i have concerns about dokla i think he was he was is it fair to say? yeah I, th- I would say he was better than i expected against summit But i do think licorice has has worked you know really really well for golden guardians he's willing to go for those counter picks so that could be potentially a problem i i do think uh river gory as a duo is just so strong i don't think Palafox is going to be able to get the same level of impact that he had against tl because he really dominated apa and i think it would be very tough for any mid laner to be able to do that against river gory and the bot lane i think is is looking pretty damn solid so it's gonna to be tough to attack, but energy has shown that they can really rise to the occasion, and play against the best teams. So that's what's gonna make this series so unpredictable. And to me, this is actually the hardest series to predict out of any of the four this weekend. Mm. Just because I know that energy does really bring their best when they play against high level competition. I th- and I think one of the one of the biggest things specifically about the top lane matchup that's
2: even more difficult for energy to handle than it is like versus Team Liquid where you know Summit is pretty resource heavy. Bjork mm. is going to be up there a lot, so you can you have a lot of counterplay elsewhere. Uh, if you just uh, say you know what, Dokla, you're going to play weak side this time around. Try and give up the minimum. Licorice does not need the same resources and is so much more flexible. Like they have utilized him really effectively with counter picks. They have also utilized him really effectively without a lot of resources. So I feel like that's even more difficult than than going than the series versus Team Liquid where you kinda know what you're going against. Yeah. Pioshik spending a lot of time up there and Summit always trying to play so aggressively. I feel like Licorice is just more versatile.
0: Yeah. And he like you said, River can either camp mid or camp top. And yeah. it's it's a little bit harder to predict. I think uh, the Licorice Dokla one will be interesting. <sighs> I feel like Licorice's counterpicks are Simultaneously crazier sometimes, but also better for team situations. Like, mm-hmm. as good as Summit is, he actually doesn't have like a crazy champ pool. Like he has his Summit champs, like the NAR, the Cannon, Rumble, Jax, and they're I all p- his liquor To be fair, he just plays Jax a lot. Well, he does play a lot of jacks, but he also will bust out a Yone or, like, random... He, he was the first one to pick up the Rumble way back in summer split playoffs before anyone else other than Shonji was playing it, you know? Yeah. So, like, while Poppy, it's, it's, Gwen... Yeah, like, while it's meta now, Licklerish is on, the like, the, the cutting edge of top lane meta. Yeah. Uh, and so I do think he's even a little bit harder to prep for than Summit in that, that sense, not just in-game, where, like, where is the resources going to go? versatile. Yeah, but, like, they can do a lot of different things with their draft. He doesn't need counterpick. And when he does get counterpick, it's not necessarily the meta counterpick. So... I do think it'll be a tough series for Dokla, but I think so much of it just comes down to contracts and and Palafox if they're vibing, because Contracts starts playing the Ivern, Mm -hmm. starts running around, I don't know, just starts throwing wrenches in Rivers' game plan.
2: What did you think of the energy strategy to leave open Kaisa every time and just give over Kaisa? Because FBI was on this thing where he was like, you know what? I can do the Zaya-Kaisa uh, matchup, but I also... He really likes Ezreal, and he kept on doing the Ezreal into it, whereas so many other teams on this patch are just like, Kaisa, prio through the roof.
0: So, the Kaisa seemed a little overrated this weekend. Mm. I don't know if that was the team's picking it or the champion, because globally, Kaisa is very high prio, and so it's probably the the team's picking it, but it didn't look great, not only in the TL series, but also uh, the TSM series. Mm. Uh, it... it got through and was like kind of whatever. So I, I kind of like the Ezreal answer. It did better in lane than I thought it was. The first time Ezreal was locked in, I was like, ooh, Ezreal into Kaisa, you can just get jumped on and murdered because that's usually what happens in the mid game if the Kaisa gets ahead. You land one Prey Seeker, you jump in, pop your Q, Ezreal shifts away, you go invisible, run after him and keep shooting him, and then you win. You know. Uh, but if the Ezreal wins the lane phases and you're ahead of the Kaisa and you're taking turret plates, it didn't look as bad. And Sixae was jump like jumping on him in some team fights like, like Arcane FBI. shifting or yeah, FBI, yeah, yeah, excuse me.
2: I actually think of Sixae a lot with with Ezreal's too, yeah. so that one might actually even be able to go both ways. Yeah, But yeah, he uh he he made it look Pretty good both in team fights and in lane phase, I felt I felt like.
1: Yeah, I thought FBI was playing really
0: well in the Israel overall. Yeah. I mean he yeah. had some kind of hint moments, but FBI felt like there There's like that one shift that people kind of made fun of him for when the Jacks came out of GA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like also your crashdown from Ignar was early and like everyone else didn't CC him, so I was I like, I don't think hey. it was just that one. I I think he had a really Dragon
1: team fight. I'm that not saying
0: really that did. was one that people gave I'm saying Fair. that one was BS yeah. to, to shit on yeah, him yeah. for. But it's 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 interesting, right? I think that the
1: I think the Ezreal worked well for them. As far as as far as the Likers champion pool thing, I was just going to touch on. I mean, to me, Likers is basically just playing LPL, LCK meta for top lane, right? Where it is just it is just way more popular to just pick Jax all the time. And just basically, if you think you're good enough at Jax, they just feel that they can play it all the time, right? Like, if you're looking at LCK, for example, Jax is the second most played. It's actually above Kassante. Renekton's number one. Renekton's number one, I think, pretty much most leagues uh in LPL it goes uh Cassante then Renekton then Jax in LCS he had about half the plays the total plays of Jax right so he had eight plays on it it's been played 17 times in the LCS and LEC for some reason the stats aren't actually loading for me but I think LEC is more similar to LCS in that it's it's a lot less Jax than LCK and LPL at least last time I checked unfortunately I can't load right now um but he just kind of plays more that style and It'll be really interesting to see if he is like kind of cooking up something different, or if he just now is kind of in this zone of like, nope, you're just really good at Jax and you're just just play that, and you're better than your opponents.
0: Probably. I mean, he played before the Gwen game five straight jacks games. Yeah, and before exactly. that, four straight Cassante games. Yep. So his last that's ten LPL, games, that's baby. Is those two champs and then one Gwen game.
2: Yeah, and then the other picks around that are these like Poppy Gwen. Uh, other right, exactly. And so he he's he is very versatile. He can use a lot of these double angles. It's just that you don't need to if, if you're going to be offered this every time, yep. right? And that's, that's, that's how you get into these patterns. And then if you're in a pattern for a long
1: time, people start to be like, Ah. what if we ban that? But
2: <laughs> yeah, what what if we ban that? Can he still play other things? Oh yeah, he he's he still can't play other things.
1: It's it's also interesting because both the games that they played against Energy, they lost and he played Jackson both games, right? So, you know, are they are they, you know, worried about that at all? Are they going to be cooking up some something special to actually bring out against them because the fact that they went 0-2 against them in the regular season. Yeah. Yeah, it's I be think t-
2: top laners though in general, I think top laners should look at LPL even more than other roles. Top laners and AD carries especially, I feel like, should really
0: be following that meta. Yeah. I uh, I am pretty confident in Golden Guardians. I know NRG beats top teams, but even on the point about them playing better in playoffs, I feel like that's actually usually not true because they hadn't had a mm. big series win yet in playoffs over anyone when it really mattered. So uh, keep,
2: they keep fighting Cloud9. They do and keep, they keep f- pushing cloud. What about
1: their big series win over Team Liquid? They
2: keep pushing cloud nine further than other teams push cloud
0: nine, Mark. They push them, but then and they, they don't beat TL. They don't win. What about their massive, th- they lost to TL changing in, win? In, in summer, they lost to TL last year, yeah, but in that, and then they couldn't qualify. We're in summer this year, Mark. Or was it TSM? I forget they lost to someone last summer. I think it Doesn't was TL. I don't even remember now. Exactly, we're my point it was such an inconsequential <laughs> series that they lost, <laughs> that they don't win all their big series. Like, they, that can happen. So, I, I. Don't truly yeah, believe fair. I want energy to like actually beat because even the TSTL the upset was like it was a close series. Yeah. So. I want them to do their Golden Guardians moment. Where like yeah. Golden Guardians had that win where they took down TSM and you're like, oh shit. They did their air. I mean, that moment. that
2: is a fair point. Maybe I give previous iterations too much credit for like pushing cloud nine and and like and, and I'm like that's your accomplishment that's that, that's how you look good in playoffs is like wow you did better against our best team than a lot of other teams
1: did i mean the reality is that's more of an accomplishment than most teams have cuz most teams are not competing for the championship well some right? teams that's,
0: well some teams actually are in the finals though that's yeah. my point yeah. is like this team is not even made a finals weekend. Cause they didn't yet.
2: have to fight Cloud9 yet. Yeah,
0: there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. There are these things called losers brackets and some teams make it through losers brackets. They got clapped up by an EG in spring last split. Who then, then won? No, that imploded the, the spring that just happened. They lost said, in the, Oh, okay. The, the, yeah, sorry. This spring, I should say. My bad. But yeah. this spring, they lost in the losers bracket to EG 3-0. They got absolutely pooped on and then EG blew up in the offseason because that roster... Wasn't that the, was the, when JoJo was just going crazy? No. Was they that were, that series or was that a different... I'm thinking of a different no, they were just me. bad. Oh. Remember JoJo in spring was like erratic as hell? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like people go, oh, they 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 pushed C9 and then don't look at the series that they actually got knocked out of playoffs in, which has happened twice now. Yeah. so my point with this is Until NRG actually does something big, I'm not going to predict them to win. That's why I said, maybe I do give them too much credit. I'm not going to predict them
1: to win either, but I do think that they are deserving of credit for more than just the C9 thing. I think that's doing a disservice. I think that's actually just... I think they're uh, fraudulent. I think that's revisionist history. You have to look at, like, it's it's not just that one example. It's not like, oh, one time they did good against one good team. No, they're 2-0 against Golden Guardians in the regular season. No, I'm, they actually beat Cloud9 in, in the playoffs. regular season. They, I say
0: they, they underperform in sure, playoffs. This sure. whole so, started with that. Actually, they do do well in regular season, and then they don't do well in postseason. That's the whole basis of my argument. It's like, I don't yeah. care if you 2-0 in the regular season. When you play these teams later, I don't think games.
1: I don't think going five games against Cloud9 is underperforming, though. So I would disagree with that. No. <laughs> There's other examples, but yeah.
0: No, that's, that's what I'm saying. There aren't. They, they, they do well against Cloud9 twice in playoffs, and then they lose to other teams in playoffs, and people don't talk about that. They just talk about the fact that they pushed Cloud9. But, like, why did you also then lose to EG3-0? Well, I mean, the, 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 the split
1: I think that everyone talks about, wasn't it? Here, I'm just going to look it up. But it was spring 2022,
0: right? It was last year um, mm, where, no. they, where they went. Uh, no, it was summer. It was summer. They pushed C9. No, C9 I'm won. i to look this up. EG won in spring.
1: Yeah, I know. That's my point, is that they they barely lost to Cloud9. They were
0: eighth place in spring last year. They didn't even make I, playoffs. i Yeah, it was oh, summer. Okay. They, they, they played summer. C9 in summer, and then they lost to them in the first round. But people were like, hey, close five-game series. Yeah. And then they played TL, I think, in the loser's bracket and lost in the five-game series again. And they, they dropped a critical game where Luger inted. And then the team has in some content yeah. insinuated some of those reasons were the reasons that Luger <laughs> is gone now <laughs> and and FBI was brought in yeah. but then they had another close series in spring against C9 they pushed them so CLG didn't get 3-0 by EG
1: by the way in in summer yeah. it was they went 3-2 against C9 and then they they lost uh, then they in beat spring. GG in summer
0: no this spring
1: they got 3-0 yeah yeah but i'm just saying like you said that they only had really close series against that which i didn't really think was fair so they lost to TL 3 yeah. 2 in summer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying is that their, their accomplishments, though, are just pushing Cloud9. That TL roster that they lost to didn't even make worlds. They weren't like a great team. They got fourth place in, in summer last year. So, like, that's not a huge accomplishment pushing that team to five games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's fair. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I guess I don't think it's fair, but sure. Yeah.
0: Why? I would love to know why you don't think it's fair. Because I
1: think the re- you're using this as a, as a massive detractor from this team. And the reality is there's like two teams that have. Have have any like massive big accomplishments in this in this span, right? Like, like what are the teams that you know you, you do give credence to then in playoffs over these last couple of years, right? Because uh, it's like Cloud Nine who wins everything, and then 100 Thieves. Thieves made finals that and summer. then Golden Guardians
0: won one time Golden Guardians yeah. right 100 so, Thieves? so three teams FlyQuest went further than last split. Like, I think teams have done more. And I'm not saying that NRG is terrible. I'm just saying they haven't actually done anything super impressive in playoffs. Yeah, but people give them that credit because they're
1: a team that is below the top, that is still competitive, and yeah. makes things interesting, right? It's there. Like, no one is saying, oh my god, Energy almost beat Cloud9 that time. They're the second-best team in the league. People are saying, no, energy isn't just one of these teams that stumbles into playoffs and gets absolutely shit on 3-0, 3-0 by everyone, which yeah. is what people think about the bottom of the league, right? So I think, to me, that is, that is the thing. It's like you're painting it as though people are pretending that they're a top team. I don't think anyone's pretending they're a top team. Well, people are but just, you're,
0: you're doing the same thing by saying that they're going to stumble into playoffs and get 0-3. I don't think people say that either about one no, no one, that's, no that's one says that they're a that bottom it's a differi- team. It's a differentiation between the bottom and the top, right? Yeah, I think that they are firmly middle, and I think that they haven't yet had their big breakout postseason moment. They they lose to teams in postseason who finish lower than them in the regular season. Mm-hmm. The energy was lower than... Or EG, excuse me, in spring was lower than them in the regular season. And if I'm not mistaken, in 2022 summer, I believe TL was also lower than them in the regular season. Now, part of this is also due to those teams just underperforming, arguably, um, which is, you know, you can debate that if you want. But it, I guess I feel like... If we're comparing, okay, so think about. Oh no, they finished above them in the regular season in summer. I stand corrected.
2: If we're looking at this series and and Energy versus Golden Guardians, and we're looking
0: at the placements coming into playoffs. Also, in
1: spring they were tied in records with EG.
0: Yeah, well, there's that big clump with hundred thieves that yeah, and EG. Yeah. yeah. NRG I mean, like, So it's not even. Are
2: seated fifth, whereas something like Team Liquid seated third. If both those teams were playing Golden Guardians. I actually feel like there is a bigger chance of upset of energy, yeah, than yeah. with Team
1: Liquid, despite that
2: seeding. Exactly, and that's
1: that's and, the and and that's what people are talking point. about, and that's what I'm talking about. Is yeah. that teams that are around them in the standings, other teams that are around them in the standings, you generally give no shot to, right? But Energy, you're like, hey, I could see it because they have these really good games against against top teams. Yeah. Again, it's it's not me saying that I think that they're going to go to the finals. I don't think that they are, right? But like. On their best days, they clearly have shown that they can push the, the best team in the league yeah. to limit. And I think that is what is exciting about them. And I think it does a disservice to kind of, like, just wipe that away and say, ah, they're, they're not that good, right? Because no one's saying that they're the best team in the league, but, yeah. but they could beat the best team in the league.
2: I'm glad we worked through this. I feel like we're now closer... For the ex- I don't think, Mark Mark think there's a gulf. No. Mark, Mark no. I
0: think my the perspective I have is you do it in the regular season, <laughs> well, you don't do it in the postseason.
2: I, I feel closer to both of you. <laughs>
0: there's a chasm, and Kobe is a bridge. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that's why this is a good series, though, to, to see what will happen because yeah. I would love for nothing more than to energy them to actually do it because I love the players on this team and like the angle that the roster it's a carryover from the CLG roster to yeah. be fair uh, but like when they went from 8th and they added Dokla and they surged to 4th they were the first team to do this like people believe in any talent technically EG did because they had Danny and Jojo but like they had a ton of imports there too like obviously Impact and uh, Inspired, inspired, or, or you can't just like hand wave away where some of the success came from. Whereas yeah. NRG really was when it was CLG, five NA guys basically in a dream kind of kind five of five NA eyes. can win. Five NA can win. Uh, Luger obviously not NA, he was TCL, but he came up through the academy system. Whatever, <laughs> splitting hairs at that point. <laughs> point is, NRG was a team that a lot of people believed in first um, in a lot of ways. So yeah, I, yeah. I do want them to succeed and do it in postseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, it's gonna
1: be it's gonna be a fun series, right? Again, I. I, we disagree on, on how to see Golden these Guardians teams. Golden Guardians is what I'm saying. I think Golden <laughs> Guardians is going to win as well. I'm going to go 3-2, but at the end of the day, I think that Energy still deserves some credit for what they've done. Yes. They already beat number three seed. It's already one upset. Yep, there I'm you go. Four seed. All right, eight, I'm going to predict seed.
2: Energy to win. You guys are both frauds. Damn, Kobe.
0: <laughs> what is it, 3-2? Or are they just better? Are they just built different? Are they 3-1 Giga Chads? No, it's they're, a not. they're not. They're oh,
2: not. They're not. They're not. It's it's a it's a, it's a five game series. I can they're, see Kobe looking into the future. I'm 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 imagining the throws. Even if, even if they're even if they should win a three one series, they're not gonna be able to do it
0: do it cleanly. So they should three one, but they're gonna to two. They're gonna three two. They're gonna three two. No. All right. Well, it should
1: be a fun it should be a fun set of series. So I'm glad we at least disagree on one of them because uh, I think the others are looking a little bit more one sided. But that'll wrap it up for us for now. Remember, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe. button button on YouTube so you don't miss an episode of Dive. You can also check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm. Keep sending us your questions on Twitter with the hashtag TheDiveLOL. LCS Summer Playoffs continues this Thursday on August 3rd with Ding Toss facing TSM, potentially their last LCS series ever. Starts at 2pm PST 5ET. Make sure to tune in.
0: Peace!